Welcome in, Panther Nation, to another episode of the Indoor Cats Podcast. I'm your host, Rod Villagomez. You can find me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez. Find the show on Twitter at Indoor Cats Pod. Panther Nation, we have football to discuss. That is correct. The first ever game of the Bay Area Panthers kicked off on Monday night in the SAP Center. An exciting game through and through against the San Diego Strike Force. And more importantly, we walked away with the victory. It's such an exciting day. Uh, we'll break it down and we'll talk about uh, just the overall fan experience uh, right now. We're just going to get right to it. All right, so I got to tell you right now that I have been to my fair share of football games. I've been to my fair share of sporting experiences all around. And as exciting as all of them were at the time, I got to tell you, this was an absolute blast to be a part of this first game for the Bay Area Panthers in the SAP Center in San Jose. Uh, the atmosphere was amazing. Everything was just top notch. And I, I'm here to tell you right now, folks, I've, like I said, I've been to a lot of indoor games. I've been to a lot of minor league games uh, for baseball, football, basketball, whatever it is. I've been to a lot of them. And I have seen some very sparse crowds in my time. This was not the case at the SAP Center. I don't know what I was expecting crowd-wise. I know San Jose can bring it. I know that they love their Sabercats back in the day, and I know that uh, they absolutely enjoy the game of football. But I was not quite sure what to expect. But I will tell you, I was not expecting this. Uh, that was a, a lot of people. I can't. I don't know the final total, uh, and I can't find it anywhere. Uh, but I'd love for somebody to, to fill me in on what the final headcount was for the doors in that arena because uh, it was pretty packed. And I will say that the section around uh, Marshawn Lynch, who was there at the time, obviously, to see his team kick off for the first time, that was a pretty packed crowd as well uh, around Marshawn Lynch. But I will say hats off to everybody in the organization for making that a success. It's not easy to get these things off the ground. It is certainly not easy to pull together an event of that caliber and, and for them to be able to do it. And finally, after a couple of years of waiting to be able to do it, uh, again, my hat's off to the entire organization for making that happen because it truly was a, a memorable experience, a fun experience, and something that I, I'm pretty sure fans are going to want to go back to over and over again. Uh, an unthanked crowd normally that doesn't uh, necessarily always receive the accolades that they should be getting. The grounds crew, the conversion crew, those guys put to put together, I heard that a couple of days before, or maybe it was in the day before, there was a hockey game there. They had to turn that thing around, make it an indoor football field, playable by indoor football players, and not complain uh, in very short time. And they did it, and they made it work, and it was an amazing thing. And what I love, again, a lot of you folks that, that go to these games, you don't necessarily pay attention because you're gone by the time any of this stuff happens, whether it's setting up or whether it's breaking down or whatever. Uh, you're, you're safely in your car and heading home at that point. But for the conversion crew, 
Things started just about immediately. I, they were tearing that field down from the second the last fan hit the hit the gates. And it's amazing to watch these guys go to work and take apart something that they spent so much time putting together in the first place. But again, hats off to the conversion crew for making that, that look and feel exactly the way it was supposed to without so much as necessarily. I'm sure some of them had some experience from the Sabercats days too as well. But uh, again, hats off to those conversion crews for, for making that field uh, what it was and in an enjoyable atmosphere to watch on television or even there in person uh you know big big ups to the broadcast crews for 957 the game uh for the CW broadcast crews on the television I went back and watched it on on YouTube and uh, it was just a, a fantastic uh, a fantastic uh, thing to watch too and, and I just like I said I can't say enough about this because it, to to be able to pull this off again it just takes so much effort and the fact that it got put off a couple of years to do it uh, it just even makes it more special uh so yeah and and then to walk away with the win nonetheless in an exciting game this is the first game ever for this franchise obviously san diego has been around a couple of years they played some indoor football before but this is the very first season for the panthers not only did they make the game close and competitive but they won in the end not without some controversy, of course. There was a couple of plays that were really, really close uh, that I, I don't know that any broadcasts or really too many people dwelled on how close some of those those calls were on the field. Uh, you know, a couple of a couple of inches either way would have been a different story for the Panthers as far as what could have happened. But in the end, they came out with the win, and it was just hard fought, and it was absolutely so much fun to watch. So, I mean, again, hats off to the entire crew. Uh, I was so excited to be able to be there. Uh, I don't normally insert myself into too many situations, but I will say that this was one of the few times that I will try because, uh, again, being a part of history like that, it, it just it's so humbling and so much fun. And when the organization uh, listens to this show, and and I don't know if you caught it in the in the pregame reads, but suggest that you listen to this show uh, I'm going to take that to heart and I'm going to take that as a giant compliment because to me uh, I, I adore uh, football and I and I adore football players that are trying to really just show what they can do and, and play some football and that's exactly what that field of players was uh, they proved that they weren't going to give up all day long they proved that they were going to just get in there and, and play their hearts out give the crowd a good show and and they succeeded so uh, and it starts again with just the simple touches. You know, the media room was fantastic. Uh, thank you to the to the folks that provided the meals. Uh, thank you to all of everybody that uh, was there for uh, giving credentials out and and the ushers and you know again all the unsung heroes that are behind the scenes that make what you are are watching on the field possible. Because uh, without them, you just don't have this type of environment. You don't have folks wanting to keep coming back for it. So again. Big shout out to them. Uh, thanks a lot for, for being there. And uh, again, just thanks to everybody. Thanks to you guys for listening to this show and making this thing possible for me to even get there in the first place uh, to bring you some of what we got going on. Because I'm going to tell you right now, after I'm done with the thank yous, which is coming up shortly, so hang tight. Uh, but I, I'm going to get to some of the stuff from game day. We're going to have uh, instant audio reactions that, again, I can't even believe that I was able to get. I was able to be in the locker room before anybody else to grab instant reactions. I got to watch everything happen, uh, and I'll talk about that coming up shortly. But I just, like I said, I just wanted to thank everybody, Coach Schaefer, Coach Bryant, all these guys for just embracing 
what this podcast is all about and embracing what it's it's trying to do. And the fact that there's a football game to break down and talk about uh, makes it even more of a cherry on top. So uh, let's let's get to that. Let's talk about some of that stuff that just happened on Monday night. First ever Bay Area Panthers game. Again, ended in a victory against the San Diego Strike Force. So we will come right back with more from this show. <laughs> So as I said before, the Panthers won their first ever game in existence in the Indoor Football League at the SAP Center. It was a 38-33 win over the San Diego Strike Force. And again, what a show it was. Uh, as was to be expected, there was a little bit of a feeling out process for both teams. Uh, mind you, San Diego also had to be dormant for a little bit too. So this was their first action on the field uh, in, a, in a season or so. So you know, they had a lot to prove, but the Panthers pretty much had a lot more to prove because this was the very first time any of them uh, were taking the field as a team and a lot of them as indoor football players. But again, there was a lot of fight in this team right from the start. And you saw a little bit of mistakes here and there, uh, some penalties, uh, some defensive penalties about being in position properly, uh, some twisting penalties, a couple of the delay of game penalties. Again, a lot of stuff to iron out, especially with the pregame jitters, the opening game jitters, and just settling in to the first half. So not a lot of points scored in that first half. And and really, it just all came down to being able to settle down uh, and, and, and pull it together. So the, the Panthers actually went down 20-16 to 16 in the first half, but not before uh, they scored their first points of the actual uh, game. And, and look, what's amazing... And what's more fun is getting to listen to the actual call of the first uh, touchdown pass by 95-7, the game's Evan Giddings and Mark. Uh, I'm going to get his last name right. I really am Mark. It's Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy. <laughs> I knew it. I just had to say it right. So Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy, 95-7, the game. If you're not going to be able to get out to games, listen to them or watch the CW broadcast. But here is Evan Giddings' call of the Panthers' first touchdown ever. Corey Murphy now under center, and Murphy will keep it himself. He rolls off right guard into the end zone for the touchdown, and for the first time this season, the Panthers find pay dirt, and with 38 seconds left in the first quarter, Tyus at six. That is, of course, the first ever touchdown. Corey Murphy with the sneak on the goal line to take it in for the touchdown. Uh, that man was incredible. Not only did he score the first touchdown, but he actually scored the last Murphy. touchdown. And this is how it sounded. Comes down to the huddle, walks to the line of scrimmage with Tucker five yards behind him. Three wide receiver to the left. They stack the line on the defensive side. Murphy takes it off left guard into the end zone for the touchdown. Murphy punts the ball into the stands as the Panthers find Pater with 21 seconds left and take the lead, 38-33. And that is how it would stay until, obviously, the clock ran to zero. Uh, but so much action in between. I mean, there was a, a situation where uh, Marshawn Sapp Lynch, or not Marshawn Sapp Lynch, Devontae Sapp Lynch, 
Marshawn Lynch's brother uh, was on the San Diego Strike Force. Uh, he was supposed to be a part of the Panthers a couple of seasons ago. Obviously, we know what happened. The season didn't happen. So, you know, he, he had to go elsewhere, join the San Diego Strike Force, stayed on the San Diego Strike Force. And, uh, and so he was up against his old team, as it were, uh, with his brother as the owner of the other team. So, needless to say, of course, he was going to want to absolutely go off against uh, not only his former team but he wanted to go off with uh his brother in the stands to show everybody what's happening he was fired up that guy uh, i will say and he actually did score himself a couple touchdowns he had a great game altogether, but ultimately it just did not pan out for them as uh with with seconds left on the clock they weren't able to get it in and hats off to the defense the defense came up so clutch in the end, especially. Uh, but there was a couple of good fourth down stops, too, for that defense. So for them to be able to come together and to play like they did and to, to stop the San Diego strike force when they needed to all game long. Uh, so hats off to them for sure. But again, Corey Murphy, uh, our, our unofficial, well, official official player of the game for this game. Again, not only did he rush in the first touchdown, but he rushed in the last touchdown threw one in between, uh, the guy, you know, he, he had command of the game when he needed to. And one thing we did see a lot of, and coach Bryant would talk about, he would, he wanted to do things that mm, would throw defenses off. And one of those was to switch up quarterbacks which he did uh, all game long so he was able to to kind of switch in between quarterbacks but he also had a good running game as well so for for the Bay Area Panthers they had a lot going on uh, absolute just great from top to bottom for these guys and like I said the the defense definitely stood out uh, you know just being able to stop when they could so hats off to Joe Newman uh, the quarterback he actually took one in for himself as well uh, and Newman did it again so he had another touchdown as well. Uh, big, big ups to Steve Artigi, who actually was our field goal kicker, came through with some clutch points. In fact, he was the one that kicked the 23-yarder with 8.58 to go to put us up 32 or 33-32. So he gave us at least a chance to be within the game. And then, of course, we know, like I said, what happened. Uh, it was 38-33, the final, as uh, the strike force just could not come up. It was, okay, We'll set the last play up, which actually was one of the more exciting plays of the game because obviously the, gum, the game hung in the balance. It was fourth down, and uh, the, the strike force had the ball at the goal line, only a yard to go in order to get into the touchdown, and there was seconds left on the clock. It was Time was ticking down, and they could not get it in, and in fact, I was talking about it with, uh, I can't remember exactly who I was talking with about, but if they were to just go straight down. If the ball carrier was to go straight down and not have tried to to get the touchdown, there would have been at least a second left on the clock when they would try to call a timeout. There was still time for them to get up, throw, call the timeout, and, and have one more shot at the end zone. So it wasn't fourth down. It was, it was still enough time. So that didn't happen. There was a second effort to try to get across the goal line. That was enough for the last seconds to tick down. There was a little confusion because in this... You can't have an opening game, I guess, without some excitement. Uh, everybody thought the game was over. Teams were rushing onto the field. Fans, players, me, were rushing out onto the field thinking this game was over. Uh, but unfortunately, everybody had to stop for a second, go back where they came from, while the referee looked to make sure that the timeout, there was a timeout called, but he wanted to make sure that the timeout was called, uh, not called after the fact. So he wanted to make sure there was still time on the clock. 
with the timeout. Couldn't determine whether or not that was the case, so he called the game, uh, and then, of course, the Panthers ended up winning. So, ah, such a fantastic game. It's it's so hard to do it justice. And in future episodes, I will have an absolutely solid format as to, to break it down. Uh, but, you know, this is just opening game. I, I wanted to get the excitement level about this game going uh, and just really give uh, the 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 opportunity to share with you that you need to go watch these games because the excitement level, everything is there, and, and it's just so much fun to to be a part of. And like I said, uh, a big-time stops by the defense, uh, timely plays by the offense. Uh, our running back, Cronkite, was amazing as well, doing big things on the ground. Uh, like I said, Corey Murphy not only being able to, to do it on the ground, he, he took off with some runs as well, uh, looking really solid for the team. So... Again, lots of the offensive line. Can't say enough about those guys. We talked to a couple of them uh, on the show, but, you know, Jeremy Hickey, hats off to you. Mr. McCoy, hats off to you. Uh, Sheffield, hats off to you. You guys did a great job uh, just really opening up the holes in the running game, which is something I know Coach Bryant would like to do uh, over and over and over again in this game uh, and slow it down. Also want to give a huge shout-out to Marcellus Pippins, who actually, <laughs> poor poor guy, had a, a clear interception in his hand in the end zone. Uh, see you, Pip. I, I know you wanted that one, and we wanted you to have that one as well in the end zone. Uh, I couldn't hang on to it, but that's all right, because he came back in the end, uh, 5-16 to go in the, in the fourth quarter, got a huge interception to kill the momentum of a drive, and, uh, you know, again, it just, it was a huge interception when the Panthers needed it most. So, uh, Pippen got a g good interception there to, to keep the defense uh, off, to get the defense off the field and to bring the offense back on the field to, uh, score the last points of the game, which, you know, again, huge, huge, uh, momentum shift there. Uh, so anyways, yeah, I mean, look, the game itself was, was fun. There was so much back and forth. All, most of the action pretty much happened in the second half too, uh, only because there was a lot of back and forth that was going on. Like I said, a lot of, a lot of mistakes that happened early, but those are things that you can clean up as the season goes on, uh, false starts, delay games, uh, just, you know, overall things that you can address later, but it was a, it was a good game, a good solid game, a good solid win with a lot of outstanding performances. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, we're, we're on to Northern Arizona next week, and it's, it's a away game. Uh, in fact, I'm going to line up a, a second episode this week, and I think I may do two a week. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be a little earlier in the week with the first episode after the game, but the second episode, I want to start having uh, some, some voices from the other side to get to know our opponents. So uh, keep an ear open for that later this week. I'm going to line something up and get that going. And then, like I said, after the next episode, when, when this next episode hits, I'll have a much clearer format as far as breaking down the games for you. Uh, but, you know, this first one, just the excitement level of it was, was really what I wanted to get across to you uh, and something that you really want to watch. In fact, it's on YouTube. So go watch the game. I highly encourage you to go watch the game on YouTube. Check it out because... Again, there, there's a lot to see. There's a lot to experience. And um, even the, knowing the final score should not blow it for you. You should definitely still check it out because, like I said, it's an exciting game. Support your Bay Area Panthers and uh, watch this next game away because that's where they'll be. So, uh, all right, I've got some sounds from the game I want to bring to you. Uh, so we'll, we'll have that coming up next. <laughs> All right, so part of my new favorite part of this show is going to be 
The fact that I get to give you some sounds from the game itself when I'm there. And this is something that I didn't know that I was going to be able to do and that I was kind of hoping for. But the fact that it actually happened and the fact that it is as fun to to do as it is for to listen back. And hopefully you guys get a chance to listen to some of this as well. Uh, just because... This is some of the stuff that broadcasts can't necessarily bring you. And again, I love our broadcast partners. I loved meeting the the play-by-play and the color announcer for both radio and television. But the, the, the importance of what I'm trying to give to you is an experience that goes deeper than even that. So I'm going to obviously at some point set up something with Coach Ryan where we're going to talk about uh, stuff on the show and, and break stuff down. I mean, I, I probably won't be a weekly thing. But the fact that I was able to come in and bring some audio that not a lot of people get to hear is, is it's just exciting. And I, I'm gushing this entire show long, uh, but only because the greatest part about this is that I am a fan, and I will never hide that fact. I, I've been a journalist. I've been a sports broadcaster. I've been somebody who's supposed to be impartial for the better part of my career, but this show is not about that. If you say to me, oh, you're such a homer, you're such a big fan, Rod. Yes, I am. And you know what? I will not apologize for it because I love I love football and this team has made it so easy for me to love the team that I'm just going to fan out. And and if if you don't like it, that's fine. But I guarantee you that the stuff that I'm, I'm trying to provide for you is, is stuff that I hope you take to heart and, and love as much as I do. So, uh, all right. It started... From the beginning, where I actually had a chance to grab a couple of seconds, uh, as I walked into the arena, uh, I was standing there, and and there's Roy Choi, uh, part owner of the team, standing out over the arena, just kind of taking in the scene and, and looking around and seeing what was going on, and, and I was lucky enough to be able to walk up, be introduced to him, and, and grab a quick word with him. So here is a quick word with part owner Roy Choi. Here with one of the owners of this fine team, Roy Choi. We are standing here just minutes away from kickoff. And, sir, I just wanted to say, first of all, congratulations on this. And, and how are you feeling looking out over this field and seeing this finally come to, to fruition? Oh, it, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling. Uh, if, in case you didn't know, I used to own the San Diego Strike Force. And so a new ownership came in. I see a lot of familiar faces on that side. So it just... It feels great to be opening against what was kind of a former team. Uh, uh, you know, e- even though um, I got a lot of love for the other team and, and some of those guys, um, we're going to win it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So getting here and, and now looking out over this field, you, you guys had to go dormant for a couple of seasons. Uh, re- just really tell me what the feeling is now that you're watching these guys actually take the field. So, you know, Coach Brian, uh, he is he is somebody who uh, not just expects uh, excellence on the field, but excellence off the field. And we had a lot of great guys uh, that started uh, training camp. And um, this final roster, uh, I believe, is is the the standard for athletic performance and conduct off the field. These guys, these are great guys. Really good character. All right. Well, thank you so much again. Congratulations on seeing this through. And uh, yeah, good luck. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. So Roy Choi, again, part owner of this team and really one of the guys that stuck through it. It would have been so easy 
would have been so easy to just give up, fold, say, you know what, COVID got us, we couldn't get off the ground, we don't need to stick with this, let's let's just focus our attention elsewhere. But the fact that he and the entire group of coaches, owners alike, said, nah, you know what, we're just going to step back, we're going to plow through, we're going to figure out how to make this work once everything is a little easier to make it go, and, and they did. And, and there it was. Uh, you heard him say that he owned the strike force beforehand. And, you know, it, it's kind of tough to play somebody just like Mar- uh, uh, Devontae Sapolinch, who, who was playing his former team. Uh, again, never really suited up for him, but still former team nonetheless. So it's a little tough, right, to be able to, to sit there and say, yeah, I'm going for the Panthers now when you see so many familiar faces across from you. But again, uh, such a, a absolute pleasure to meet him. Uh, I, I, again, how often do you really get a chance to meet the owners of the team? And what's more is that the fans could do it too because they were sitting amongst the fans. So there was an opportunity for just your fans that were sitting in the seats to be able to walk up to even Marshawn Lynch who was sitting there in the, in the, the seats with everybody else just to say, Hey, thanks, you know, and to shake hands and to meet the owner. You don't, you don't necessarily get to go up and meet Jerry Jones and say, hey, thanks for whatever. Uh, but in, in indoor football, for the Bay Area Panthers, it's so accessible. You know, coaches and, and ownerships alike and players alike, it's just so accessible. You get to meet the guys. You get to talk to guys. You get to be up close and personal with uh, the players and, and, and the owners. So uh, take advantage of that, fans. If you're, if you're somebody who loves to be involved with your team and with your city and your sport, there's really no other place than here to be able to do that because you will get to know these guys. They are approachable as anything. And just for you to be able to say, yep, this is our team, uh, and I know the owner. I know the coach. I know uh, the quarterback, the linebackers, the offensive line, all these guys. I know them. That's always uh, fun to to do. So, all right. So that was before the game. You heard, you know, the music was kind of going off a little bit. They were testing the sound system. Everything was going on. Then the doors open at 5 o'clock. And so my initial thought was, hey, I need to go figure out where these people are coming in from. I need to go see how excited they are. So I managed to grab myself a fan who went by the name of Nick. And Nick was walking in uh, with his significant other and would just look super excited to be there, looked pumped, and, and I had to get uh, initial reaction from Nick. So here is the reaction from the fan just walking in the door for the first time, getting ready to watch the first ever Panthers home game. Standing here by the entrance with Nick, walking through the door for this Bay Area Panthers grand opening. Nick, how excited are you? You got the shirt on. Are you ready for this season? Absolutely. It's cool to have professional football back in San Jose and at the SAP. Uh, nice time out with your family. Usually good product on the field. Hopefully the season goes well. Were you a Sabercats fan before this? I was. This? I was. I was not a big fan as a kid. Didn't get to come to many games, but as an adult, I get to come here as many times as I want. So I plan on bringing my little one here when I get a chance. What were you thinking when you heard that the Panthers were coming to San Jose? I hadn't I was it was kind of a shock I hadn't heard any like rumblings about it I didn't come across it uh, on anything uh, so it was it was like a shock to the system it was just pretty exciting and so you're here you're ready to watch some football did you think this was gonna ever happen no I'd kind of given up on the uh, arena football league kind of thing uh, you know without a local team it kind of not dissuades but it's harder to pay attention it's less coverage in your area if you don't have it so having it is it's pretty exciting, man. Have you watched a lot of indoor football up No, I have not. This will be a first. 
All right. Yeah. So exciting, fast action. Where are you, where are you sitting? Close to the action? Uh, we are. Well, you don't have to tell the exact scene. Yeah, yeah, you know. I, yeah, yeah. We're sitting yes. uh, somewhere in the lower bowl, I believe. Nice, yeah. nice. All right. Well, awesome, I won't awesome. hold you up anymore. It was right. nice to meet you. Sir, Enjoy the show. Thank you. Nick was one of the many, many fans that was walking through and just uh, really taking in the ambiance of uh, indoor football in the uh, in the IFL, in the SAP Center. So uh, I, I wandered around a little bit and, and got myself up into the uh, Super Press area where, where you could see the entire span of the field. And uh, again, just a, a outstanding job by this crew that put that field together. It just looked so nice, and you could actually see that if you watch the broadcast on YouTube uh, and and see how it all came together and just how good it looks in comparison to all the other fields that are out there as well. Uh, it just it looks like they're been around for a while. It looks like they've. They know what they're doing, and uh, you heard Nick. He was excited to have indoor football back in San Jose since the SaberCats left in 2015, I believe it was. It was the first, last time that uh, any any sort of football was played inside the SAP Center for uh, for San Jose. So, again, and then the game. The game happens. Everything's exciting. Uh, all the great stuff that went on in between the, the four quarters of the game. The Panthers end up winning the game. And of course, out of the tunnel, I grab one of the defensive guys and one of the stars, one of the guys that is returning or for a, a, an appearance on this show, uh, and that's Brandon Dabney. He was actually, go back, go back through. He was on the first iteration of this show. Uh, we talked to him, got to know him a little bit. He had an opportunity to come back, play for this team, did so, had a fantastic game defensively, and so uh, I grabbed him right out of the tunnel and got his instant reaction. This is seconds after uh, everybody was off the field, the game was over, and, and everybody's still enjoying the win. So uh, here is the, again, instant reaction from Brandon Dabney. All right, Brandon Dabney, huge defensive stand at the end, man. Talk me yes, through sir. that last drive. Man, we just matched up and we just played ball. You know, Coach, Coach you know, he, he had faith in us and let us go out there run one cover zero man and, you know, we matched up with guys and then we got a stop at the end, you know, exactly what we needed. I mean, that was huge. Your your offense went down and scored. Defense, yes, get that big play got to the three. You guys needed to stiffen up. Yes, what, what did you tell you guys in the huddle? Man, we were just saying we just, we just need one. We just needed one. That, that was for the game. You know what I mean? We, we blew a, a big coverage, you know, and they got to the one-yard line and then we ended up getting the stop. So, you know, time ran off the clock. They thought they got a timeout. They didn't, you know. And that's the ball game. I mean, I don't got to ask you, but how do you feel right now? I feel amazing. I feel great. Panther football? 45 minutes. <laughs> Panther football here? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, indeed. Every, and everybody. That, that whole sentiment was carried through the entire team as they went down into the locker room. And I, just the party began. <laughs> There was dancing. Uh, they were singing the Panthers theme song. It was just, uh, it was an amazing locker room uh, experience because those guys were just riding the high of getting a huge win in front of a home crowd. And, you know, you, you want to say that sometimes the love of the game is gone, but these players, that is not even the case. Every single one of them having an outstanding time. Again, uh, Coach Bryan gave the game ball to the defense, uh, the entire defensive unit, and as well he should. Again, there were so many great performances all throughout that, but the defense really came up clutch uh, when they needed them a couple times, and especially on that last drive and on that last play. So a very apt 
a game ball from Coach Bryant to that defensive unit. But again, every single guy in that locker room was having themselves an outstanding time and just uh, really enjoying and soaking up the moment. And and I don't think any of them really wanted to leave because, uh, again, it was just a, a great atmosphere to be in, and uh, it's addicting. Winning is addicting, and I think these guys have got a taste for it. And I, I know they want to continue. So, And no good uh, anything is complete without words from the coach. And again, I was lucky enough to be in that locker room and to be able to grab coach for a quick second. In fact, he grabbed me. So thanks, coach, for, for making sure that I got this. But uh, this is the, the raw, basically just right out of the locker room after his speech to them, uh, after enjoying a couple of seconds with them. Uh, but this is, this is, you can hear in the background, everything's still going on and everything's still happening. But um, this is reaction from Coach Brian after the win. Standing with a drenched Coach Brian, but a happy man. Talk us through this first game, the excitement level coming into it, just the game itself, and how you feeling right now? I feel good. I feel 10 years younger. <laughs> you know, um, the first half didn't go the way we wanted it to because San Diego was playing very good football, and we were kind of a little bit over our skis, right, in the first half. Some penalties, some different things. But the fact that our defense kept us in it in the first half, we came in here. Thank you, Jerry. We came in here at halftime and we talked and we said, listen, it's a one-score game. We're actually doing just fine because we haven't really played that well yet. So let's go back to what we know. We made a few adjustments, mixed up the quarterbacks a little bit, keep the defense off balance. When we had some injuries, guys stepped up, and then obviously we won the game a thriller. Other than like the fact that you actually are happy that you won this game, what, what makes you more happy right now outstanding here um hear those guys in the locker room right now and when the owner addresses the team and he's so happy and he's lost his voice because it's such a thriller i believe that humbly the league knows the panthers are going to fight to the end that's what i believe after this game tonight absolutely all right so you guys again you came in you were ready to go and now you won one what happens next we're on to northern arizona right so um, we'll have to assess a few injuries, um, nothing major, but a few, and then um, kind of watch the film rod and see where we need to clean up or maybe eliminate some plays, add a couple of things, and just get better Wednesday, Thursday, Friday before we fly down to Northern Arizona. Was this everything you could have hoped for? More. It was more, Rod. It was, it was like a suspense novel. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, uh, and then have your family, your friends, and a bunch of new fans here. There really is a new cat in town now. Absolutely. Hell of a win, Coach. Thanks, Rod. Thanks for everything. Absolutely. A couple of things. You heard me say that he was drenched. He did not get the traditional Gatorade bath on the field. They had to sneak that into the locker room and hit him with it afterwards. So Coach got himself a nice little Gatorade bath after everything was said and done. He was in the locker room, and uh, I, I don't think he minded one bit. You heard the excitement in his voice. You heard just the passion and the fun that he was having uh, with everybody that was in there. And, again, you heard everything going on in the background as well. And, you know, Coach hit on a couple of things that, that I think uh, you could take away from this, especially as a fan, is that this team is ready to play. They are not going to be that expansion team that is going to 
just sit back and take forever to learn. These guys came out of the box ready to go. Not a long preseason, not a long camp, not a long some, you know, way to get meshed, but they came out, they, they played together, they played for each other, they played for uh, the city of San Jose, the entire Bay Area, and, and everybody else. I mean, I'm not even a Bay Area guy, but uh, they, they played for everybody in the stands and, and uh, their family, their friends, just everybody, and it showed. And, and the simple fact of the matter is, yes, I think they planted a flag. I think they've proven to the Indoor Football League that they are now here, they belong in this league, and that they're going to be contenders each and every week. Will they win them all? No. Will they win a majority of them? Who knows? But you know right from the get-go that Coach Bryan has these guys ready to go every single week, prepared and ready to play, and with their head in the game and head in the right place. You you, you saw a couple of skirmishes here and there uh, between folks, but again, that's kind of opening day stuff. Uh, Coach Bryan has said from, from the start, that he's fostering a, a an environment and a culture where these guys are are not just great football players, but great men and great athletes and just great role models for the community. So, uh, again, you just see it shine through in, in all of these guys, and especially the way that they approached. A lot of them were like, all right, I'm ready, let's go. Uh, you know, you had to give them a little bit to actually enjoy the win. But they were out looking for for folks to give autographs to that was you know i heard a lot of them say all right well where are we going to go for the autographs who's who's ready who's waiting for autographs so um again these guys weren't just in their head uh, enjoying the moment which they did but their first thoughts afterwards was like okay let's go take care of the fans let's go figure out who's out there waiting for us to give them autographs so that says a lot about the athletes and the folks that are playing uh for the barrier uh, panthers so uh, those were the sounds of the game. I mean, I have so much more that I could that I could share with you as far as uh, the in in crowd, uh, some of the the intros and stuff like that. But I think we'll leave it there because I think that pretty much encapsulated everything that that you needed to hear from the game. Uh, but so much to experience, so much greatness. Next game is uh, April fourth. So uh, make sure that's the next home game, and it's against the new Vegas teams, the Vegas Night Hawks, the Vegas Night Hawks, <laughs> Vegas Night Hawks. Yes. So that that's who they're at home next. But again, you heard Coach say they are on to Northern Arizona for the Wranglers game uh, in Northern Arizona. You can catch that one on television, on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, so we'll talk about where to find the next game uh, coming up next. But again, just wanted you to get some sounds of the game. Uh, we'll wrap the show up, tell you how to watch the, the Panthers in the next game and, and set up the next home game as well. So uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> As I said, we are on to the Northern Arizona Wranglers. As Coach said, we are on to the Northern Arizona Wranglers. Uh, they are coming off of a loss of uh, their own. They lost to the Vegas Nighthawks, which is another new team in the league. Uh, they, they only scored nine points in that game. They lost 22-9. to nine. Hard to do in an indoor game, but of course, as you know, uh, they're definitely not... It doesn't, it's not as high scoring as the Arena Football League, as some people expected... Uh, that to happen, but uh, definitely still some scoring to be had, uh, just not as much as the uh, as the Arena Football League as people are, are used to. So again, Northern Arizona Wranglers, that is an away game that is going to be happening at uh, 6.05, so make sure you are uh, checking your YouTube, uh, because again, you can watch the games on YouTube all of the Indoor Football League uh, is, is on YouTube, so make sure you're keeping an eye out for that if you want to watch them uh, away from home and support them away from home, which is exactly what you should be doing. Uh, 
because, again, so much good football. And you want to make sure that you're ready for them when they are host to the Vegas Nighthawks. That is Monday, April the 4th. 605 at the SAP Center. So, you know, a couple of Monday night games to start out their home uh, their home existence. In fact, uh, the, the next home game after the Vegas game is on April 18th. That is a Monday night, and they're playing the Bismarck Bucks. So uh, get settled in for some Monday night football for the next couple of weeks with the Panthers at home. Uh, but that away game, again, is this Saturday, March 26th, against the Northern Arizona Wranglers. And uh, again, a lot of fun to be had to be watching these guys and you get to watch this from the comfort of your own home, which I encourage you to do cheer on your Bay Area Panthers as they take on and tackle this uh, 2022 IFL season already off to a good start at one and oh facing a team coming off of a loss and I had a hard time scoring some points. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. We'll set the game up. Uh, but in the meantime, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. At least I certainly did. And uh, once again, want to say thank you to every single person out there that has made this show at all possible, uh, up to and including, like I said, uh, Roy Choi, Coach Brian, Coach Schaefer, uh, all the fine folks, the media folks over there at the Panthers. Uh, thank Michael again. Uh, thank David again. You guys are amazing. I, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, thank the broadcast staff for all their fun stuff. Again, Mark Grandy and uh, Evan Gettings. Uh, Gettings, guys, that was a blast to meet you guys. So <laughs> I can't, I'm going to go on forever if I, if I don't stop now. So uh, we'll just close the show and say uh, that we look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Uh, I look forward to meeting you guys. Please uh, see me on the sidelines. Uh, I, I'm, I'm the guy that is running around uh, just trying to get interviews with everybody. So find me there. Say hello. Uh, but until next time, everybody, until we talk again, Let's go, Panthers. There is a new cat in town, folks. But continue to hear us roar. <laughs>